Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. First off, let's touch base on Thanksgiving and how that went for you. Yeah. Um, I know it's a little bit different, but tell me about how your Thanksgiving in Nashville went. Yeah, it was really fun. I mean, this was the first Thanksgiving that my uh, husband and I have had away from family, and that's just since we moved. And well, he has some family out here, but they actually travel to visit the rest of the family. Um, so it was just us, but it was fun. We um, like made a little feast for the two of us. So he cooked the turkey and I cooked all the sides and it was really good. Had some good food and, you know, yeah, enjoyed it. How about yours? It was definitely different, but I was happy because my friend Sarah invited us, well, Jake and I over to um, her family's for Thanksgiving and Jake, all of his family's in Illinois. So we don't really have family down here so we both just decided to go to her place and all the food was really good it was so different compared to what I was used to it's a lot of just like fresh roasted veggies and um produce so that made me happy because that's what I prefer and um I had a little bit of dessert so that was good yeah did they have like the turkey and, and like all the traditional sides kind of too or not really they did they had like um things though like brussels sprouts and butternut squash um a big salad so things like that I wasn't used to I'm used to just having a bunch of casseroles which I'm not a huge fan of I just I don't know I just don't love them yeah I feel like you either love them or you're kind of like I don't really care you know there's like no in between yeah not gonna lie the one thing I missed though was like some sweet potato something there wasn't yeah. that there <laughs> I made the best sweet potato casserole I just found some random recipe online and my husband does not really like sweet potatoes and is like not a big sweet potato or like sweet person and he that was his favorite thing like of everything we made so I'll have to send you the recipe because if you ever want to make it, it was really easy and it was super super good yeah I'm already in like sugar cookie mud though <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we didn't have any desserts, so I guess that was, like, our sweet slash dessert thing. Yeah, well, okay, so it is towards the end of the year. I know this is when people are kind of closing in on um, what their goals were and thinking about 2020, and maybe they have fitness-related goals and wanting to hire a coach, which I think is awesome. You know, both you and I, we coach for our clients, Um, but there's a couple things that I think you need to know if you're someone who wants to invest in a coach and um, things that I see go wrong with client um, client coach communication. So Brielle and I wanted to do a client expectations podcast for you guys, because we run into a lot of problems, just like any career with um, like, just like the whole process. So um Hopefully you guys take something away from this and learn or gain some perspective. And again, I don't want this to come off like us complaining, but I think it's just really good to, you know, as a client, understand what's expected of you instead of just hiring someone and thinking that all of these goals are going to come your way. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I mean, 
you and I both have coaches or had coaches in the past that we've been clients ourselves. So we've also been able to see from both sides being a coach and being a client. And it definitely like there are some expectations that I feel like you need to make sure that you consider and you take into account because, of course, if you're signing up for coaching, you want to have the best experience as possible. You want to have a great relationship with your coach. You want to make those goals. You want to be able to get to know your clients as a coach, and you want to be able to make sure that that relationship is going to work out because not every client and coach relationship works out. And I feel like some of the reasons they don't is because of these expectations and um, and just not having proper communication on how to actually go about the whole coaching process. Yeah. So number one, I think we should just say communication is key. I think that's the biggest thing that definitely is lacking in not only just our personal relationships, but a client coach relationship. You know, here's the thing with um, online training specifically, we aren't seeing each other. I'm not able to read your body language. I'm not able to read how you communicate with me. It is all through video message or text response. So if you're not communicating, if you have a question or if you don't understand something, I'm not going to understand. I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what's going on. So Mm -hmm. I think it's crucial as a client to communicate with your coach. If you ever have a question, you need more clarity or if something's going on in your life where you're not tracking or you're feeling like you're falling off track, you have to communicate that with your coach or else it's not fair to them to think or like expect something's wrong. A hundred percent. I agree. I mean, like you said, like we can't read your mind. We don't know what's going on. And if you don't tell us what's going on, how can we help you? You know, I mean, as your coach, we want to be able to give you the best advice and the best suggestions and be there to help you and guide you along whatever it is that you're going through. But we need to know about that. And I feel like a lot of people are sometimes, well, not a lot of people, but some people are afraid to either one, ask their coach questions, which if you're afraid to ask your coach questions, you probably should get a different coach because your coach should be able to answer any of your questions without any problem. And two, um, I feel like they're kind of afraid to like either one open up or just kind of, they're afraid that they're going to be telling them too much. And I think the more you tell the better, because like you said, we're not there. We can't read your mind. And if you tell us everything that's going on, we have a full picture of what's going on. Like we, we only get to communicate through a video message or text or phone call. And it helps so much for our clients to be able to give us all the information so we can help them figure out what to do. Yeah. You know, the other thing is like client confidentiality. It's not like I'm going to talk about what I'm going to make up random names. I'm not going to talk about Kelly's problems on my Instagram. I'm not going to do that. So whatever's going on with you, number one, nothing is TMI. You could tell me anything and it's Mm -hmm. not going to gross me out. Um, Number two, you're never going to be yelled at or be belittled at all. If there's any sort of bullying going on with your relationship with your coach, that's a big red flag. And or if you're asking a question and your response is like two words long or not, or just like, because I said, so it's like very cut and dry. Um, There's an issue there, but in short, you know, you have to have that open communication and not every client is going to connect with every coach. That's why there's so many different coaches out there because it can be hard to open up to a personality that you don't necessarily click with. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I mean, almost kind of look at coaching and client relationship, like a normal, like boyfriend, girlfriend, or I mean, even girlfriend, girlfriend or whatever, we're not putting labels on anything, but um, 
as like a normal relationship and the fact that like you kind of have to like somewhat date around until you find that person that you feel like you really connect with because you need to have that confidence in your coaching and client relationship that you trust them enough to be able to like tell them everything Mm -hmm. and uh, like you said we're not gonna judge our clients you can tell us literally anything and we're not gonna judge it and trust me we've probably heard it before because there's a lot of you know a lot of people think that they're alone in things but they're not and we've probably dealt with a client that has something similar going on in the past Mm -hmm. okay so the other thing I run into is if there's protocols given there should be some sort of application so if you feel like you're not seeing progress and you're getting these different, you know, protocols from your coach and you're not doing any sort of application, there's an issue there. I mean, you're kind of wasting your time if you're still checking in or even worse, not checking in at all and not doing any sort of application to your coach. It's not really fair. It's almost like going to your doctor who's telling you you're struggling with your health and then you are intentionally not doing anything to fix it um, despite the you know advice that they give you so you have to apply yourself to the program you have to be in it as well because the coach is just going to guide you there and provide you with the tools to do so but you have to use those tools and I know when I've hired a coach, I'm not like hiring a coach expecting them to do the work for me. I know that I still need to put in the work. They're just going to hold me accountable throughout the process. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like a lot of people, like it's obviously an exciting time. You've got a coach and you have some goals, but I feel like a lot of people forget that like, it's not just going to happen overnight. Like you have to actually do the work. Just hiring a coach, yes, it's a great first step, but that's not doing the work for you. Your coach is going to give you a plan, and you need to make sure that you're executing the plan to the best of your ability. Now, we don't expect you to always be perfect, but, like, you have to be able to apply what the protocols are that we're telling you. Otherwise, we won't be able to make changes and and have progress happen because you're not actually doing what is being, you know, advised to do. Mm -hmm. The other thing, too, is, it can be really frustrating as a coach and not in a negative way if you're not checking in, but like it almost, and maybe this is like the empath in me and you're talking about this as well, but it makes me feel like I'm failing you if you're not checking in. But at the end of the day, like with our coaching, you know, it's you're checking in with us on a weekly basis. It is your responsibility to check in. And with our clients, we provide that, client promise and this she is basically a vow for us as your coaches so you know what to expect from us and um we should know what to expect from you so with check-ins if you're going to miss one because of a vacation or something that's fine but when you're not checking in for two three four weeks and then you get mad at your coach for not you know sending you an email saying hey where are you where's your check-in number one it's not their responsibility to do that You've already put that expectation in place to, you know, again, coming down to communication. So if something's going on where you're not checking in or, you know, you're off for the week, you have to let us know. Because if not, I'm worried there's something going on. I also know you're not checking in. But at the other time, too, I need to allocate the attention and time to the people who are checking in and who Mm -hmm. are doing their job. It's not. around the whole like missing check-in thing yeah no I agree I mean of course life things are gonna happen and maybe you will miss a check-in here or there and like one you could shoot a quick email being like hey I'm 
sick right now or I'm out of town. I'll get my check into you next week or later this week. Um, or, you know, if something really bad happens, obviously you can just wait until the next week. But I mean, don't go weeks without talking to your coach because how can you expect to make that progress and have your coach be able to help you when they're not hearing from you? And you've said this quote over and over again, and I love it. It's you have to show up for us so we can show up for you. So, I mean, we can't just go track down every single client that doesn't check in with us all of the time. Um, So, I mean, that's the expectation we have is that you care and you're going to be checking in with us because we want to give you that time. We want to give you that like in-depth response and help you through what your, you know, your journey is, but we need you to check in to do that. Absolutely. So um, one other thing that I see with um, coaching is using tools that a coach gives you for your success. So um, sometimes I'll give clients like podcasts to listen to. Maybe it's my podcast. Maybe it's someone else's. Maybe it's a book that I recommend that they read. Maybe it's a graphic or an IGTV or something like that that's resonated with me or resonated with an issue that they're struggling with. Um, It's almost like homework. So if Mm -hmm. you're given homework, you should really apply yourself for that so you can fully, um, you know, get better and learn more because with coaching, it's not just about, you know, seeing results. Yeah. That's, that's most people's end goals, but it's also about mental shifts as well. So make sure if you're given like some sort of like assignment or a tool that you're utilizing it fully, um, you know, that we give those welcome packets to our clients and those are very in depth with, tons of great information Mm -hmm. you know from nutrition and training and just um daily tips with like tracking progress that is a game changer so if you're not taking time to read that through you're not going to fully understand um some of the things we're asking from you yeah I definitely agree I mean like the reason that we're suggesting these things is because we believe it's going to help you know so we're not going to ever tell our client to do something we don't think would be beneficial to them Um, so I definitely think, you know, using the tools that we, we give our clients is important. And something I started doing with my clients too, is every single week I give them multiple goals, whether it's one goal or a couple goals and they're small goals, but most of us are all goal oriented. Um, we all want to strive towards some goal and a lot of us have big goals, but it takes longer to get there. And then sometimes we lose sight of those goals. So I like to give my clients like a goal every single week or just a couple small goals, whether it's, you know, let's have a goal of hitting 100 grams of protein every single day. Let's have a goal of hitting your macros perfectly five times a week. You know, let's have a goal of going to the gym um, four days a week or whatever the case is. That way they have something that at the end of the week they can be like, yep, I did that. You know, like Mm -hmm. they have something to work towards. And that's like a tool that you can give them is like, let's create these little goals together. Yeah, I love that. And the other thing we do is we talk about like small wins. Mm -hmm. Um, And each and every week, I don't care how horrible your week was, you had some sort of a small win. And it could be as little as I didn't want to get up one day, and I still got up and I went about my day and I didn't stay in bed. Like that's even a small win, because we all have those really bad days. Mm -hmm. Um, But small wins can be anything body related, food related, or just life related in general with like a mindset shift. And I think it's really important to celebrate those small wins each and every week, because although you might not see physical changes, you can have mental changes happening. um, And that's going to result in physical changes in the long run. Yeah. And like, that's something we both have in our check-in sheets. Like 
we have our clients physically write some of their small goals that happened that week. Because once you actually have to sit down and write it, you have to reflect back on the week. And then you have to actually start to realize that you are making progress. You have some small wins. So even if you feel like you had a terrible week, you weren't able to go to the gym, you didn't hit your macros, like there is something that you did write that was a small win. And so having to sit down and actually type it out or write it out really helps you realize that you're making progress towards your goal, even if you feel like you weren't. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of log sheets, um, how do you handle when someone hasn't filled it out fully? Yeah, well, I mean, we have that whole um, process basically explained in our welcome packet. So first, I like to tell them, you know, to go back and look at the welcome packet that, you know, describes in detail how to fill out the log sheet and the check-in information and everything. And then, you know, that we give the video message responses and we can actually share our screen so we can show our client their log sheet. And then I'll go through and literally, you know, explain in this box, I want you to put this in this box, I want you to put this. And if you have questions, let me know, but this is how you fill this out. And just make sure you provide them with the information on how to fill it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be frustrating still if you explain all of that, and then they're not filling it out. And the reason that we have such an in depth log sheet is because the more information we have the better plan we can give you so I know you know every now and then some clients might be like oh this is a lot to fill out every week but it's like the more you fill out the more we know the more we can help you and then you also start to realize that you're making progress Mm -hmm. so I think it's important for coaches to have a pretty you know a pretty solid log sheet like in a check-in process it shouldn't just be like what's your weight what are your macros like something super simple like how can you expect to help them like a three sentence response that's the other thing too as a client I want you filling that thing out I want to read I want to have a full understanding of the week and that's why I'm asking so many questions it's not just about the numbers you know yes of course I look at that first but then I'm looking at everything else for the week because sometimes I'm not making any changes to your macros or cardio. I'm sure you've been there as well, Brielle, mm-hmm. but I'm making like a lifestyle change. And yeah, that the only way I can do that is by looking at all the information that you're providing for me in your log sheet. Yeah. Like sometimes maybe the client will be like, I've been really, really hungry this week. And then, you know, I keep reading and then I find out that they were hardly getting any sleep that week. I'm like, okay, well, we need to focus on getting more sleep. That might be why you're a little bit more hungry this week. Or, you know, knowing that they're on their, it's their time of the month or they had some sort of stressful event happen. Like those are the things we need to know. And if we just had like three questions and that was it, we wouldn't know those. So like you said, we want our clients to fill that in. Like you can never fill in too much. You know, the more we know, the better. Oh, absolutely. Um, Okay. So one other thing I want to talk about is communication again. So let's say you feel like you two aren't communicating properly or you're not able to get your ideas across. Just so you guys know, we offer coaching calls Um, and it's a part of everyone's one-on-one coaching program. Uh, depending on which one you sign up for, you know, some coaching programs are hopping on calls more frequently than others, but those calls are there so you can get maximum amount of clarity and direction. And I'll be honest, sometimes when I read your text, or I'm sure when you read mine, um, we can read each other wrong, but this happens Mm -hmm. all the time in our relationships too, where you just read a text message wrong. So sometimes in the email, you're reading something wrong or you're not feeling as connected or something's going on and you need more guidance, you know, take advantage of a coaching call. That will go so much further than you think. 
Oh yeah. Coaching calls, I mean, are great. And I feel like every coach should offer them because like you said, things can be taken wrong over text or you don't really get the full picture of what's going on. And it's just so helpful to talk to your client and to talk to your coach, um, you know, and make their, that relationship because, you know, we want to get to know what your boyfriend's name is, what your dog's name is, like what your plans are this weekend. Like we want to get to know our clients on a personal level. Like we want to build that relationship and that's not always done just over, you know, email or text response or whatever the case is. So utilizing those um, coaching calls are huge. Like I just got off a great coaching call um, Tuesday before Thanksgiving um, with my client Rocio. So shout out to you. But uh, we talked about her whole goals for competing, and we really established a great, like, game plan. We talked about Thanksgiving. We talked about what her plans were. Like, we want to get to know our clients, and so those coaching calls are great tools for that. Oh, for sure. Um, And some of my favorite, like, relationships are the ones I've just had for a long time, um, for, like, you know, more than a year. It's like, I I know these people. I know their fiancé. I know their pet's name I know what they do I know where they live and kind of like a day in a life like I feel like they're like my friends in a way too so (laughs) like I want to know more of my client's life and that's that's why I like those coaching calls so much and I know so many people get like shy or nervous on the phone um, but it's good to have that communication because how else are you going to connect with your coach further if you're only communicating through email Yeah, I agree. I'm like kind of take it back to what I said earlier. It's like any relationship, like you might be nervous at first, but like you should feel comfortable enough at at least eventually to be able to have those conversations to ask any sort of question, like no question should ever be off limits with a coach. And if you have a coach that makes you, you know, feel uncomfortable for asking questions, or you feel like you can't bother them to ask them a question, like, that's not okay. Your coach is there to help you and, you know, should be available to answer whatever kind of question you have. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, okay. So I think we've covered majority of the things. Did you have any other um, issues that you feel like you're running into or you feel like clients should, um, you know, be more aware of as well? I mean, I, I think we touched on everything. I think I just want to kind of, I guess, like reiterate the fact that like, if, if you don't tell us what's going on or you don't check in with us for a while, like don't, I guess, don't get mad at us for not, you know, getting, you know, helping you or making progress. It's like, we don't know what's going on. We're not there. We can't, you know, help you with anything if we don't hear from you and we don't, you know, we don't know what's going on. So I think just showing up for your coaches is huge. And I think it's often overlooked, like, we we want to do the best job possible like you and I talk about this all the time we're like we you know we want to help our clients and we can't help our clients if we don't know what's going on so I mean and then we'll feel guilty that you know we don't want to feel like we're a bad coach we want to help you you know so just check in with us and let us know what's going on I mean you can never really I guess check in too much I mean obviously check in on your check-in day but like you can ask us anything you You know email you can always message in the Facebook group and um, and I say this as well as I'm always on your team, like whatever the client, like, let's go back to the name Kelly, like Kelly, I'm always on your team. I want you, I want nothing but success and you have to want success for yourself as well. And if you're not checking in or even let's say you're not checking in and I sent you an email saying, Hey, like, where, how are you doing? Like, what's going on? I've done this so many times. And if you're still not responding to me, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but like, 
it doesn't make me feel good if you're not responding to me and I don't know what's going on. And if something's wrong, if something is going on, like just say, Hey, this is what's going on in my life. Um, I know I haven't been present, you know, just have that communication and we're all human here. We all have things that happen, but at the end of the day, I, as a coach want nothing but the best for my clients. And yeah, I just, I can't reiterate that enough is, um, we, we truly do care about you. And I think the only reason why we get so fired up is because we want success, but you can't force someone to be successful in something if they don't want it as well. Yeah. And I think another point that I wanted to make too, is like, if your coach, you know, um, has a recommendation or something and you don't necessarily, you know, want to do it or don't feel like it'll help you or whatever, you don't like it or whatever the case is, like, instead of just like not doing it and not saying anything, like, you know, tell them we're a team, we work together, you know, tell your coach like, oh, I, you know, that cardio machine is not my favorite. I don't, you know, really feel it very much or like whatever the case is, or I don't feel that exercise. Like, can we swap it out? Like, you know, your coach is going to give you suggestions and Mm -hmm. tell you, you know, a plan, but it's not a set in stone. This is the only way to do something type of plan. So have that communication. I mean, everything goes back to communication, like be able to talk to your coach and tell them what you want and what you feel like you need as well, because they can create something. I mean, that's part of having a coach and like having everything be custom is that we can change your plan. You know, we can fit it to exactly how you want it. Like we're going to customize it in the first place. And then if you want it custom more, we're going to tweak it, you know, like we want to find what works for you. Yeah. And I love it. I love that when clients are like, I hate doing hit cardio. That's the last thing you want. I'm like, cool. Me too. Um, do this instead. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want that communication in place. And, um, you know, with macros, it's great because you can really have any sort of eating preference. You can be vegan, you can be vegetarian, you can even eat keto and, you can still hit macros and we can, you know, move around protocols just around what your needs are. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to force someone to do something that they absolutely hate. You know, yeah. if, you, if you hate the process, you're not so, going to do it. You no. Know, and something needs to change too. So, all right. Well, I liked, I like this podcast. It was much needed. And um, guys, as you go into investing in a coach, I just want to let you guys know that, Brielle and I are doing a Black Friday sale. So this episode is going to be up while the sale is going on. It is ending December 3rd. So make sure you check out the description down below where you can apply for coaching. You will receive 20% off your coaching package when you decide to pay in full. And you can also choose to start now or start in 2020, which I think is a great idea. Um, and something to consider because so many people will throw the whole, oh, but the holidays, the holidays. But you can start in 2020. You don't have to start around Christmas. I... Are you? Oh, wait, there you are. You're back. <laughs> but yes, um, definitely check out the links below if you want to apply for coaching and take advantage of our Black Friday sale. I mean, this is the only sale that we're having the entire year on our one-on-one coaching And we can, I know everybody's kind of busy with the holidays right now and everything, but we can still, you know, try to hop on a goal call and answer any of your questions and just make sure that we're a good fit. I mean, like we mentioned, we really want to, you know, have that client and coach relationship that's strong. And we want to make sure that you feel comfortable and that it's going to be successful. Yeah. So, all right, guys, until next time, and we'll see you later. All right. Bye. 
Okay, guys, so if you are enjoying Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would really love if you could share my podcast up on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Beyond the Bikini Radio has been up for almost a year, and you guys know that I share a variety of content. Not only do I talk about mental health, physical health, competing, but other areas too with women's health, interviewing guests, interviewing bikini competitors. If you're wanting me to continue doing Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would just love to see some love back and you sharing the podcast. It makes me so happy seeing you guys enjoy it and it gives me a better idea of what type of content you guys are enjoying and what episodes you want me to cover in the future or what topics resonated with you. So again, thank you for being a Beyond the Bikini radio listener and keep on listening.